0: Shock.
1: See this ugly yellow stain? That's what comes from cigar or cigarette smoke. Just think what smoking a pack a day, every day, could do to your teeth. But look, here's Topol, the smoker's tooth polish that helps remove all kinds of superficial tobacco stains. Potty, wife, White. Flush. flush, wash, wash. potty, party. Party. wife, flush, White. flush, wash, when you need mm. to go potty, show Ooh. mom and dad. Sign potty and do the potty dance. Yes. Yes. What? Yeah. So, yeah. Cena's uh, babies, babies Cina love Cena. Babies love Cena. He's on that
2: yet. fruity pebbles Sign box and shit. And he's he, he's huge. He makes money for the fucking company, but he's a dingle whopper.
3: A <laughs> dingle whopper. That's the one. On. Dingle whopper. Dingle
1: whopper. Can't you get that at uh, Burger King? Probably. Mm-hmm.
4: That's the off the menu special.
3: Oh, is that what it is? Whether you Secret want it or menus. not, <laughs> whether you want it or not, you get the Dingle Whopper Burger. <laughs> yeah. It's like those
2: those gross memes that people show of Taco Bell employees standing in a pile of lettuce and all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you seen those? No, no. thank you. Oh, oh I, I sorry. Think, yeah. yeah, sorry to break your bubble. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I'm surprised these but fools have been putting up it. these pictures of you know standing in the lettuce racks. Just full footed, standing in the lettuce racks, uh, all kind of gross stuff. Just gross. Well, another guy was, was peeing in the tea or something. I don't know. It's just bad. D- dumb.
4: <laughs> no, is
2: that's this, how is, they make the Baja is this Blast. A, is this a concerted effort
1: to, you know, just bring no, down the stock a, of? No, it's a chocolate. it's a one
2: off. Just idiots showing how. People take pictures of them doing stupid stuff all the time. People take people take incriminating pictures now all that, the time. It yeah. gets me because this, I, I this leads to firing
1: because it's yeah. evidence.
2: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They yeah, do they it all the time. Now not it's, it's any... one
3: thing to take the picture.
1: Yeah.
2: It's another thing to put it on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's uh,
3: <laughs> it's <laughs> it's like it's like hey, look at the illegal thing I'm doing. <laughs> I'm Like oh, okay, and then somebody shows it to somebody uh, shows it to somebody else, and then suddenly the cops show up and it's like. What's wrong?
1: It's the lowest form of corporate darwinism.
3: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so dumb. I think it's just darwinism in general. I mean, if you're stupid enough to post a picture and or video of you oh, sure. breaking the law, you deserve to go to jail. Yes.
1: Yes you do. You've
3: or, you've or you or if you do right. it in front of friends that are videoing it and post that up, same thing. How about if you just do it? You just yeah. deserve it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. In general.
2: No. No. Not necessarily. You can get away with it. You're clear. Well, clean. (laughs) I mean, I hate it, but, you know, got to put them through the trials. Well, I'm not saying that, but. Or maybe we don't, right? We got the thing. Why do we need to. Oh, is that what the S4 comes in? That is what the S4 S4 comes comes in this beautiful little box. That's really nice. It's a very nice phone. Ann and I have both been eyeing those very, very seriously. Buy one, get one free right now. Yeah. And I had a bunch of credits,
3: so it really was.
1: Yeah, but I'm not oh. using that because that's okay. boring. That's boring, yeah. boring <laughs> as fuck. I'm cutting all that out. <laughs> all talking my geek about speak.
3: wasn't boring Quarty. to us. It'd just be boring to our audience. Why haven't we yeah. fixed QWERTY yet? Something Actually, we could start it right out. here. where We're talking about our discussion was boring to it's everyone be but sense. ourselves. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do that
1: there. Welcome, folks. It is Geek Shock number 200.
2: 200? 200. Yeah. Yeah. 200. 200. Holy 200. You guys ate every color except green.
3: No, no, you ate every color. Quit except looking at me. my underwear. That has been that has been sitting there for two weeks. That's an it's established thing.
2: Oh no, no! What? What? Ooh, it felt like a snake. <laughs> what? what? Touch
1: them? I don't want to touch them. They
2: feel like a snake.
3: The, the skin gummy, is,
2: the sweet. Feel them?
3: Lifesavers. They right. feel
2: like a snake.
3: I don't want to feel them.
2: Ooh. Right.
3: That's I'm what she
1: said. It feels like a damn dry lifesaver. It feels like a snake. <laughs> And uh, for this 200th episode, a very, very special episode of geek shock. We're going to do something a little different and that is actually a lie. We're not going to do anything different <laughs> <Yeah>. at all. <laughs> why were God we God messed up works? <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I, like
4: oh shit, he's going to want something else <laughs> from me.
1: I, I tend to skip the the big ones of We the are doing so different. We're having scotch. Yeah, we're all episode. having scotch yeah, except for Paul. We're having a very nice scotch. And Paul, what are you having?
2: I'm having none other than Neurobliss. That's right. The lightning carbonated drink smart de-stress drink that's going to help you carry on your day. <laughs> Folks, if you are in the mood for some neuro bliss, then why don't you help yourself to what I like? Try the neuro bliss, not the neurogasm.
1: <clears throat> the neurogasm sucks. Neurogasm's it's not okay that anymore, right?
2: No, it's neuropassion. passion. It's called neuro passion. Uh, neuro bliss. For those of you who might have forgotten, it helps reduce stress, <laughs> it enhances mood, it provides focus, concentration, and promotes a positive outlook. Now, I've got it on good authority from our good friends at Neuro. They've sent me some early marketing materials. We have a fresh batch of Neuro products coming to market. Neuro Slime. Witch will be out for the ha- Halloween season, which will make you cackle and squeam. Uh, and squeam. squeam yeah, yeah, not scream. Squeam. <laughs> it says cackle and squeam with Neuro Witch. I, I don't know, know if it was a I don't misprint. Know what was screaming is like? I don't- uh, yeah, you know what Talk it's your like. Watch Cytheria, uh, but th- they've got Neuro Witch. That's the first one that's What's coming out. What's the flavor out. of Neuro Witch? Neuro Witch is kind of like a deep, uh, purpley grape because it's like Ooh, a, it's like it's, like it's bubbling in a cauldron. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's
4: uh, like grape and currant together. Mm-hmm. An oh God, yes. Yeah. yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I'd buy it all as <laughs> the holidays continue. So
2: good. We're gonna have Neuro Gobbler. Neuro Gobbler <laughs> is going to be a uh, infused with. Uh, the turkey stuff. What's that called? The tryptophan. 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 Okay. It's going to be oh, infusive yeah, yeah. tryptophan. So Neuro Gobbler is going to make you very hungry and very sleepy. The Great hope is that you get super hungry, eat just enough, and then fall asleep before you overindulge. That's the secret of Neuro Gobbler. Then we're going to have Neuro Noel. Okay, so Neuro Noel yeah. in, uh, in 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 Santa Claus time, that is going to Puppers, have a mint flavor. Neuro
3: Noel, that's right. The first one um, you drink a, a mint flavor, a mint. Okay, flavor. so a peppermint kind,
2: peppermint yeah, kind see. of flavor. Yep, and it's also going to have it's going to have a mint flavor, but then a cinnamon aftertaste. Interesting. Starts off mint. Fantastic. Turn cinnamon. Yeah, yeah. That's neuro neuro Noel. Say that eight times fast. No, no, no. and then neuro-no-el. come neuro-no-el. spring, neuro-no-el. Neuro-no-el. they're gonna have neuro beach, and neuro beach is going to be the first one that they've incorporated uh, protein powder. Oh, so it's gonna be real gritty, like you're drinking the sand.
3: Okay, like, like neuro beach or like neuro beach
2: neuro beach. What's okay. the flavor of that, just then, checking. with the grit? Nero Beach with the grit? Yeah. Uh, it's going to be like Purple Source Rex. Oh, then everyone's mm-hmm. down. <laughs> <laughs> or Pink Swimmingo, Pink which I just swimmingo. saw a great... Pink
1: Swimmingo? That's yeah. a thing?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a... Uh, uh, for those of you who don't know, um, you need to go check out DinosaurDracula.com.
1: Okay, yes. Uh, yes, indeed. This is
2: Matt, who used to run uh, X Entertainment, and he does this, his new site. It's just all about passionate...
1: Passion for retarded stuff. Passion for consumerist nostalgia. Oh, really, when it comes down so to it, so good. The All things you the drank and ate 80. as a kid.
2: Well, he sw- straight up got a packet of old pink swamingo, mixed it up and drank it right there on video today from like nineteen eighty eight. Twenty years old. Yeah, yeah it's twenty six years old drink, okay. and he drank it. And it's like a pink lemonade, and it was still good. It was still good. <laughs> that, that's, He's so yeah. funny. He's so funny. Watch his stuff. He's good. I agree. That's a fine. why was that
1: website? Mm-hmm. Uh, so geeky stuff you do this week, gentlemen. What What do you have going on?
3: Uh, I saw the the Wolverine uh, this morning. Were you happy? Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I had a good time good. with it. it it's was not it's not doing as well as they hoped. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised. I mean, it's I mean, it's you know, it's not a masterpiece by any stretch, mm-hmm. but it's a pretty good, fun, enjoyable movie. The story is is fairly well done. I mean, I think maybe part of the problem. Is people think that because he goes to Japan that they're doing the the comic book storyline, um, which I believe it's supposed to be set in the future, where um, he goes to learn, you know, the ways of the samurai and so forth, and uh, w- uh, Logan, you okay. know, t- learns to hone his powers. He becomes a lot more calm and not quite so animalistic in his attack style, wow. and and but falls in love with like uh, the the the. Um, the instructor's daughter, and then Noriko. she gets killed, and he goes, "I love you, Noriko." But uh, this is this is a you, different you think, story. You think that's affecting the box office? I think it might be. I think people are. I,
1: I don't think enough people out there know that exists to affect the, a box office take. Is it just that the box
2: office is done? Has hasn't every movie suffered this year? No. Hasn't every movie underperformed? No. What's 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 broken?
3: Um, ground? The the Marvel film. Uh, Iron Man 3 did amazing. Man 3 oh, yeah. Iron Man really 3 well. did
2: great. Well, Iron Man 3 was awesome. Superman
1: broke records. Yeah. Uh, still haven't seen it. Don't even want to see it anymore. The clips I see, I'm just so, like, "Oh, this is disinterested. Some films are doing well. Some, It's like a normal summer. Some some are doing stratospherically good. In this case, I think it's just once bitten twice shy. Yeah. I the think first got, one was I mean, terrible. That, the, the general populace that went to go say, okay, Wolverine, and said, oh, fuck, that sucked. And the next one comes out, well, the last one sucked. I'm not watching this one.
3: It could be that, too. I mean, it's...
2: I'm I mean, sure there are some prognosticators that will go, you see, it's the death of the superhero genre. Oh,
1: well, they say that for every movie that's a failure or even a success. There's the last successful... You know, yeah. yeah. So, yeah.
3: And, and, you know, the the last Wolverine film was basically the tale of two films. I mean, it started off, you know, very promising, and then all of a sudden, when you get to the third act, it just totally fell apart. Yeah. I mean, you know, that could be part of it. I mean, this one did not... At least in my humble opinion, so. Cool. So yeah, I def- definitely recommend going and checking it out.
4: I was able to get out to First Friday this. Uh, oh, you were, were this you? week, this last week. This last Friday, good times.
3: Say hi to the times. 80s kids.
4: Uh, actually, the 80s kids weren't there. I was looking for. Not this time. huh? I was uh, running all around, but they were doing something else. They weren't out at the First Friday, but I did go there and I. Talk to Andy and I actually picked up a couple pieces from our fact check Andy. Nice. Yeah, he had uh some different stuff up there and I was excited to see it. Cool. Um and uh you know, talked to uh talked to a few different artists doing a lot of great stuff. This is awesome. oh, there's this awesome guy that did these topiary scenes. Fun. They were all like real miniature scenes like what you would use for like a uh play uh a train station set. Okay, you know, like little little characters and stuff, and they were all murdering each other. It was fantastic. <laughs> topiary murders, I like it. Yeah, it was good. What? what now weird. they were all topiary, like little, or they, they were like just miniatures? small cut plants. Yeah, in shapes, and they, they also were all... miniatures that were oh. around there.
2: Okay. Because topiary is specifically the shaping of the plant. The, the plant, yeah.
4: yeah. That there's but that, then, and then there's and also, then he the also miniatures, put. Miniatures oh, I see. There, so yeah. it's a it's
1: a cool topiary plant. I with thought this it was like topiary plants. Yeah, like some of the plants. Yeah. Well,
4: and it wasn't real plants. It was like oh, It not foam real plants. foam with yeah. But there was like, but they were carved in Dying topiary designs. You had designs. like a tree with a circular green top that was hollowed out, and then inside was a scene. Okay,
1: I'm back in. I like the Hollywood Ah, Smart.
4: and the scenes inside were murder. And the scenes inside were murder. Mm. And like these people just doing horrible things to each other. It was it was, <laughs> it was fantastic and awful, mm. all at the same time. That was really. It's cool.
2: new. How much was those pieces? Super expensive.
4: Uh, those pieces were, were up there. He had taken a lot of time to get that stuff working. I didn't see any price tags on them, which means they must they, have been really you expensive. You have to
2: ask exactly. <laughs> if you have to ask. You can't
3: afford it. Right. You can't afford it, you can't afford it, you your can't mom afford is broke.
1: it. Your mama's broke, your broke. You know, I found a game this week that brought me back to PC gaming, just fell really? in love with it. Uh, Rogue Legacy, $15 little indie game.
4: Oh, I've seen a lot about this, okay. And yeah.
1: it's a uh, Metrovania-style game. Okay. Uh, and But the, the fun conceit is you start, you're going to die a lot. The game is punishing. One of those. But every time you die, you get to choose one of three offspring that has various traits. And then the offspring is just a little better than your last person. And you get to keep all the gold and items that you found you to build up gold. your castle, which your castle adds various bonuses, health, you know, special abilities, whatever, new character classes for your offspring to become. And then when you enter the castle, you then surrender all your gold to go back in to a newly designed castle. That you, So every time you play it, it's a whole new layout. Mm-hmm. Really? Unless you buy the architect, which you can sacrifice, I think, 60% of your gold to keep the original.
3: Okay.
1: And then uh, once that character dies, you do it all over again. So you're slowly building your character up, which is just an offspring of an offspring of an offspring of an offspring. Interesting. It's, it's, it's so much fun. You, huh. It's it's new every time you walk into the castle, it's uh, you know the light Castlevania RPG elements. So and fifteen bucks on Steam, Not and, bad. and of course it's going to end up on sale somewhere. So even if that price sounds too high for you, you crazy person, then wait for the sale and get it because it's so good. Hmm. So well, good, interesting. I played for a dollar. Mount
2: your friends. <laughs> on XBLA. Have you played oh, this? Seen this one. I, I haven't seen even this heard one. or I seen it. Uh, what the hell
1: is Mount Your Friends?
4: saw a trailer for it or something. Yeah. He asks
1: hesitantly.
4: <laughs> it's crazy. It's Why even... does it have the dongs on there?
2: <laughs> what is that about? It, <laughs> it has Mount Your Friends and dongs? It has a lot of dong animation. That's a big part of it. But they're all these muscle men they're wearing, like, wearing speedo bikinis. Yeah, Wearing like speedo bikinis. They're super muscle men wearing speedo bikinis. And... They, uh, they, you, you one at a time, move the muscle men into the play field. Okay. They start on the side and the way you move the muscle men is you press one of the four face buttons, X, B, A, or Y. And each one of those buttons is connected to a limb, their arms or their legs. Right. And when you press that button, you have control of that limb and you can just drag it with your stick as far as you can. And you just basically, they're like uh old limber legs you know like marionettes fucked up marionettes and you just drag them ass over teeth and and try and roll them into a spot and then you stop them and you try and stretch them up as high as you can one way or the other then you let go and then they'll freeze and then the next one comes in and then and whenever their arms walk into another one they'll stick Kind of like a wacky wall walker that sticks for good until okay. you press that button again and let loose of that one, and then it's just and then you're, the objective is to just stack a stack of them as high <laughs> as you can, and it's really stupid, <laughs> it's really dumb. I hope they're able to be successful enough to expand on it because if you could do this multiplayer, if you could be doing this oh with two gosh. people at once or four people at once, yeah, holy shit, it'd be fun. It'd be fun to be cooperative to do it. Just it just be this, this ton of weirdos. Falling all over each other, it'd be really, really fun. There are lots of competitive challenge modes, uh-huh. but they're like, you know, you're not competitive head to head. You just like, I did, I yeah, I did. I, I got did my guys stacked this high. Yeah, how high can you? So get where do the thing. dongs come in? They're wearing speedos. They're wearing speedos.
4: Basically, they
2: they, they 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 in their in their in their uh, animation, they just kind of flop around. Undulate, yeah, okay. Their whole bodies kind of undulate
4: lightly. Like, like dogs like
2: just bounce all over the place. And their wieners just are just all over the place. So
1: basically, it's like the breast and dead are alive. It's
2: more animated than that. <laughs> yeah, it's far more animated. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. The wiener physics is out of control. It's not wiener realistic <laughs> at all, but it's really funny. And it's not even part of the game. It's just so. It's just are, added are there like art. obstacles
4: that you're trying to get over, or um, are you just trying not to in the version stack-
2: I played? The, the 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 game that I played, I just played the simple: How high can you get? Stack your you know mount your friends basic thing and so it's it is it's like a wacky wall walker you start to stick them to the side of the other men that you've stacked up and you can stack them however you want you stack them hands up hands down one leg whatever and you know find tricks to get them to stack high very simplistic game in a way but you know very crude animation but funny everybody's face is different their colors are different and uh yeah it's cute i i I got a kitty man one time he had a kitty face a little (laughs) pussy cat face came out and the rest of them was a big muscle man. This is crazy. This is crazy crazy fucking game. <laughs> it sounds nice. You, for a dollar, you cannot go wrong. Yeah, that's, I tell that's you, a no risk. It's up there with like uh
3: Try not to fart. Shoot
2: one up, try not to fart, and uh what's the other really good one? Uh Infinity Danger. Infinity yeah. Danger. I love Infinity Danger. That's a great one. The endless boss fight game. That's what it is? It's endless boss fight shmup. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Every round is a boss fight again in a shmup, and the bosses get bigger and bigger and harder and harder.
1: If you don't know shmup, that's shoot 'em up That's the like the bullet hell style. Yeah, and it Show is games. bullet
2: hell. It is bullet hell. If you like bullet hell games, Infinity Danger. And Vorpal's a good one, too.
1: Vorpal's retardedly hard. Yeah. They still love those games in Japan. You still find those in the arcades. Oh, man, there.
2: they're great. They're great. Ikaruga's still a wonderful game. Hard as hell, I'll never beat it. But you know, I've even got Radiant Silver Gun that they came out with on XBLA now. Killed the aftermarket, not totally, but dropped that price because that was like used to be a crazy money game. It's still pretty up there, but you can get it on XBLA now.
1: Yeah, and man, it, mount your friends. Why not? Fact, I, that that's uh, Ugly Couch shows one of our mantras. homework of of the week. Go, Go mount your friends. Man. Go mount your friends. <laughs> yeah, get just do the demo.
2: Demo sell you.
4: I saw a video. I don't know where I saw the video from, but it looked hilarious. It's so it YouTube or something. It's
2: funny, man. It is. It's funny. They just yeah, they just, like jacking th- around a puppet. It's crazy.
4: I like I like the mechanics of it though. The idea of like you hit a button and then move move the limb.
2: It's good. I mean, like I hope I really do. I honestly hope they are successful with this. That they can expand on the idea because it's a really compelling idea, and it could almost be like just a fun building game. You know, Take the yeah. time constraints away, put more multiplayer stuff to it, and make it about this two-dimensional flat stacking I could see of that. all yeah, kinds yeah. of things. You know, different creatures come in, and they're manipulated in different ways, but with that same mechanic. Right, yeah. Yeah, it could be really fun.
3: Mount Your Friends too. One day. Coming your way. Mm-hmm. And it'd be Mount Your Friends T-O-O. Yeah. That's the way. Mount it. Harder. And you know what? I, we have done something differently this episode. We didn't introduce ourselves at the beginning I was wondering. I was like, did we? I, I thought no, I just forgot. We just kind of went at straight 200, in. You know who we are. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know
1: we're doing that. I'm Master Torgo.
0: Oh,
2: are we doing it now? Sure, Now, Fuck it.
1: Do it. I thought we'd just not do it.
2: All right. I'm the famous
3: Paul. Please, Jeff.
4: I'm not doing it.
1: What an asshole. What an asshole. <laughs> You all did it. There's I only four
3: of us. It's <laughs> not like it's hard for them to find oh, yeah, out who yeah. it if is. You, if you have made it
1: this far, yeah,
3: yeah, and it's not like the the ones where we've had like six or eight people on the cast. I wonder. <laughs> I thought or, I Commander was like, I don't doing there it. I go. assume we did it. Are
2: there <laughs> people who jump onto podcasts at the 200 mark? You'd be surprised. I guess because yeah. as your for pre- <laughs> <Were> you <laughs> listening
4: yeah. in just now, yeah, yeah. you joining That's us. That's a good jump on spot. You know, it's it's a zero exactly.
2: Yeah. What happened to then? It's like a comic book that reset or something. Just
1: now. Issue. When will j- j- then gentlemen? be now? Ironically, I, I just watched just the,
3: then. the 200th episode of Stargate SG-1 the other day. Ah, which, 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 which was which called show? 200. Stargate SG-1, your favorite <laughs> show, Paul, that you've never seen.
2: 200 episodes of that they've made?
3: They did more than that. What? You see? They went just like SG-1s.
2: 10 seasons? Yes. Who are these people?
3: <laughs> Successful, Holy apparently. Christ. People that oh are smarter God. than you, apparently.
2: <laughs> 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 or just caught up in the the gate. All I know, in the gate. All I know is every Stargate I see on the Netflix gets a three stars or less rating.
1: But that's that's not what other people rate it. That's, that's what, it what, th- what th- it's rating it for you. you. That's what it thinks you're going to think it is. Oh, well, then, well, kudos to Netflix. <laughs> it knows you watch Broad a lot on. of garbage. That's how well it knows no, it you. Doesn't it doesn't know. It knows you watch a
3: lot of garbage, so it rates the garbage a lot higher because it oh, says you're boy. probably, since you don't like anything, you'll probably not like this too. Hilarious.
2: I guess that's right. I didn't think about that. What you th- it's, it's not the, the yeah. average. It's what you would think. Now, yeah. when
3: you individually rate things yourself. It comes up in gold. Yeah, it comes up in gold, but if you have not viewed that program, it will rate it based on what it thinks your match as far as your likes and dislikes based on how will you fit. rated your other class stuff.
1: Got it. So, well, it's kind of
3: funny. I'm surprised it wouldn't rate higher for you since you do like sci-fi. I'm big into it.
2: Yeah, I rate a lot of good, you know, stuff, but it's funny. But you also
3: rate a lot of sci-fi stuff as garbage. Especially once things that you haven't seen. No,
2: I mean, I don't rate stuff if I haven't watched it on
4: Netflix. So, All
3: I
2: don't right. know.
4: Maybe it just knows. Somehow it still knows. It knows. It's thinking. Saying, this is a sci-fi show. Paul likes sci-fi. But Kinda. I've heard him say stuff about Stargate. <laughs> We're going to knock a couple stars mm-hmm. off this. They're tapped into the
1: zeitgeist. Yeah, uh, yeah the there. zeitgeist they, known they as get Prism. T- <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs>
3: Prism knows <laughs> Prism. you hate Smallville.
1: Zeitgeist yes.
2: revealed. <laughs> It's
1: just Prism. Nah, because prism.
3: Because you hated Smallville, you'll probably <laughs> hate these selections. I can tomorrow. see that coming.
1: All right, let's do a news you don't give a shit about. We, uh, news you don't give a shit about. Uh, Geek Shock reached its 200th episode today. Oh, come on. <laughs> no way. Somebody
4: out there gives a shit about that. I, I don't know do. them, but I'm
1: sure they do. All right, all right, news you don't give a shit about. Uh, we will get to see uh, Bong Joon-ho's uh, sci-fi epic Snowpiercer in the U.S., Uh, The bad news, uh, it'll probably be butchered beyond recognition by the time it arrives. Uh, The South Korean filmmaker's future set flick, focusing on class struggles and revolution among the last survivors on Earth riding a gigantic train, has received uh, rave reviews since opening in South Korea for its nuanced character development and slow burn pace. Well, it looks like we'll be losing both those things once it finally comes to the States. The Weinstein Company has picked up the U.S. distribution rights, but it's being reported that they want to slice 20 minutes from the running time oh. to make it more appealing Ooh. to stateside audiences. They think uh, June Ho's version is too smart, so they want to slice oh. out a lot of the nuance and make oh. it a more straightforward action cut that is easier to follow. That's Boom. horrible. That's horrible. That's They'll horrible also lady. apparently be adding a voiceover to catch you up on all those missing scenes so you can jump right into the action. Oh, so they're going to s-
2: give it the
4: Blade Runner treatment. God damn it. Are they also going to have Hugo <laughs> weaving with a weird uh, face piece to make him look Korean? Yes.
2: Oh, oh man. God.
4: Um, well, we can get this
1: eventually the way it's yeah, meant yeah, Hopefully, to be it'll seen. be a director's cut. Tartan Extreme might put it forward in the
3: States or whatever. can but- we
2: just get a... You're an all-region player, or whatever. You get the get the.
3: Funny you should mention that, Paul. Both the Xbox One and the PlayStation Four are region-free players. Game players. They have not said yet, as far as the actual Blu-ray movie. I'll bet you they won't be. They'll probably no, be put, region one. I'll locked. put I'll put money down that it's region be locked. Region one locked yeah. as far as movies, but region. Well, There's no, is no way the both uh, hacked
2: that I could play any region DVD on that. See, DVDs these are. He's good on. to go. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, but yeah I'm not going to get Blu-ray, I'm going to get DVD. And, I don't and, believe and, in Blu-ray. I told you and, that. And yeah, if,
1: I know and you're crazy. And <laughs> if you're out there and if you're sad that you don't have a region-free player at home, you do. It's called your PC. They can pretty much all do that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. you Although just, you just have to tell
3: it to do. Yeah, a sometimes one. it'll software lock you out though after you change the region like Well, four, that's why times. you ha-
1: well, that's why you have a secondary one for a certain region. Uh, it's I very see. easy. Very <laughs> simple.
3: Download another program.
1: News you don't give a shit about. Uh, Sylvester Stallone dropped a mighty big bomb about the latest old-school action hero to join him in The Expendables 3. Him, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Dolph Lundgren, Terry Crews, Randy Couture, and whoever else has yet to join the cast. Harrison Ford is apparently... <laughs> uh, ah,
2: he's done. Not
1: even a casting addition, but a replacement done. for Bruce Willis. I
3: done. A replacement for yeah. Bruce Willis? He's done. Well, <laughs> why is Bruce you know, Willis uh, not doing it? That's uh, what uh, I want Did you see two? <laughs> yeah, I did see two. Because it it's was, on the uh, Netflix. Yeah, I've seen it's it. It's unwatchable. It's not unwatchable. It's just boring. I mean, it doesn't really... I yeah, mean, it's boring When as you fuck. finally get into I the action sequence, which is at the end of the film... You just you you've really lost interest in it. There's <laughs>
2: nothing to be interested about. Yeah. What is it even about? It's kind of about.
3: It's kind of a revenge. Chuck kind horse, of a, like. It's kind of about It's kind Norse. of about
2: one guy got killed by Jean Claude Van Damme, and everybody's mad about it. Kind of.
3: Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. All right.
2: But it's not. But who even cares?
3: It's a great big we're of action. Turd. Former action stars Circle Jerk is what it
1: is. I, I've only seen the first one. And the yes. only thing I can remember from the first one is the scene in the, what, the, the motorcycle shop of Mickey Rourke? Yeah. Um, oh, God. That's the weirdest yeah. part of it. Which is also what I remember was the most boring part. Why is that the most memorable scene of that action movie? Because
2: nothing happens of consequence. That's the problem. Sly like can direct an action sequence. There's, there was some fun action stuff going on. Sure, but I can't that. remember it. No, exactly. Because you don't care i watch that the opening sequence of two they come and raid this place and they got these vehicles and they're dropping stuff down and they're giving each other these you know high fives and pats on the back and like yeah you better not do that to me again this time oh look out oh here comes old old ramen cram yeah boy here he comes look out this guy this guy again hey watch my six nice one you know and like i don't give a goddamn about any of these guys you, you, you know, even if you saw the first one, there's not a big camaraderie sense. They're not nope. really friends. They all hate each other. And it's just, oh, there's nothing to build it up. Like, if they, it's that's true. why the yeah, A I was team. was never engaged, never engaged. That's why the A team was cool. Because they would do that same kind of shit, but for uh, 40 minutes of the show, they'd be talking shit to each other. Murdoch would be doping up B.A. Right. B.A. <laughs> would be slapping around Face. Face would be crying to uh hannibal about something right. hannibal would be wooing some way Younger inappropriately girl. young girl <laughs> right you know and uh, you get it you get these and then he would chew on
3: his cigar and say i love it when a plan comes together and, and then, then the, the they blow shit done. up
2: yep. yeah and you'd watch them construct their vehicle oh the, right the vehicle montage the, that's always the best the, the montage you see all the work that goes in and like these vehicles that these guys come into that that scene
4: with are cool. Like they're flopping over these big. I almost thought they were trying to start a toy line.
2: Yeah.
5: Yeah. yeah. Like,
3: construction yeah. montage. They do. They do. And, montage, they, and they, you know, like, 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 like they're driving in one montage. way and then all of
2: a sudden one of the vehicles does like a does like a donut and turns yeah. around and the back of it, they Puts put it in around. reverse and the back is all tricked out with like a battering ram and a big, you know, wedge to right. get into the thing and it's like, it says like, look the fuck out or something like that or <laughs> eat my balls. You know, it like has all. Every, every other vehicle has like, has like, suck this dick or. Get out of here, dumb shit! I'm gonna this is gonna <laughs> fuck your world, you ass! You know, and like Big Mama and all the this ass dumb raping shit. Yeah. begins, the ass, the ass <laughs> raper and all these kind of things. And you see all this funny, these funny words on these uh, on these vehicles, but you're like, they, even the vehicles are completely devoid of personality. They don't spend any time making them any more charming. Like they're interest, like there's a, there's a, there's a drop of what makes these things interesting, but then it's gone. It's like you know, like the old school. Uh, stop with camels yeah. and paint the paint the shark teeth on the sides right. and all that kind of thing. you know yeah. you'd be like yeah it's cool like, you knew the red baron's plane all that kind of stuff it's like go for it then go for it then trick these you... vehicles out make them look crazy but they don't they have this weird middle ground yeah, between yeah. like this is paramilitary this is the kind of shit that the that the army could get away with you know you know in a combat mm-hmm. zone by painting eat my butt saddam or something on their rifle and it's like what no
3: now did you catch that the 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 blood spatter was all cg oh d- how can you not and it's and, out
2: it's outrageous yeah. it looks like all, all the movies
3: that it have looks that like it's somebody's, so somebody's having trouble and, opening a squirt jelly well what if well, I, I went online to figure out why the fuck they did that i'm like it's fairly easy to do a practical bullet hit i mean they they did the bullet hits Practical, but then added the blood in later. Turns out they were going for like a PG 13 rating, Uh and at some point Sly's just like, I don't know, there's no reason to go PG 13. Let's go uh, R. And you know, they they switched it up to R, so they went back and added more violence into the action sequence. And it's
2: probably easier to, to change up for like the Australian market or somewhere yeah, that doesn't uh, let it, that kind of yeah, violence that's a go through. But it, it oh, it it. but it so does, dumb. yeah, it
3: does. It yeah. looks completely ridiculous. Yeah,
2: everything about the movie is fake and dumb and there's no no character there's nothing. There's nothing there. It is it is less interesting than me holding two G.I. Joe's in front of me and banging them together. That is more <laughs> that is more compelling. The
1: nutritional value of a marshmallow.
3: So if it, that it's it's you know, spoiler alert here, uh, I don't Jean, think you have to worry about that. I know, boy. right? Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme plays the heavy in this film. Like he's the he's the meat the main villain. And there's this weird subplot about he took this knife from Sly, killed this dude with it and then kept it as a as a trophy. So, part of the reason Sly wants to get him back is to get his knife back. And I mean and that's that's basically it. It's yeah. like that's he, a dumb it's, premise. It's pseudo revenge and also I want my shit back. Must at off. the same time.
1: I want my favorite uh, knife. Uh, my and it's and it's so bizarre.
3: <laughs> it's bizarre. I mean, even when you get to the final, you know, battle, you know, the final showdown between all of these guys and, you know, their counterparts. And you're, you're throwing in all these these former action heroes with, you know, even uh, uh, Chuck Norris makes an appearance. And he's like, he's like I thought you former. only worked alone. is like, not today. It's like, okay. <laughs> not and, and, not and, and, today. And yeah, and, they
1: can't act. Any of them, none of them can act. The, the movies have always just been an excuse to get old action stars in the same scene together.
3: And I get that.
1: But, but the thing is, a, that's what we wanted in the day when it mattered. Sure. Yeah.
2: Well, and the other thing too is, then just make an action movie. Don't make this stupid. Yeah, thing. I mean it's stupid. It's so stupid. Then, then make it super stupid. I don't, you know. Yeah. Whatever. Well, that's why so outlandish that you can't help but Yeah, go the first one was super stupid. Because like it was the, super like the Rambo he made. That the is Rambo, uh, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That was entertaining. That, that was entertaining. Because it's just crazy like, insane. what the yeah. fuck is happening? <laughs> that's true. He that just was... murdered at least <laughs> at least three hundred people by <laughs> yeah. himself. By himself, 300 people murdered. That's Rambo. 300 people. (laughs) That's our Rambo. That's our Rambo. (laughs) That's what they
3: should call it. Oh, Rambo. Rambo. I'm different now. I don't want to fight anymore. I am done. I'm I'm hanging up my bow and arrow. I can't can't come back from this. Oh, shit. Well, I guess I got to murder people again. I better
1: murder 300 people. And they also had the digital blood. They did. But... Because it was so over the top, it was a cartoon anyway. It was like Sharknado. So yeah. You didn't give it a goddamn. Yeah, it yeah. kind of
3: worked, and also because they toned down the color of of Rambo, you know, they made it somewhat a uh, little bit more uh, grayish. Yeah. So it was almost pseudo black and white. When that cartoon blood, it really contrasted against the other colors, so it stood out. You could almost forgive the fact that it was CG yeah. blood, but just like you said, it was so cartoony when you got into that violent, you know. Confrontation. I mean, limbs are flying off. People are hopping around on on one it's like, leg.
2: It, it, even yeah, it, that was that movie was fun. But the beginning of that stupid Incredibles two, um, whatever. I um, want to see Incredibles two. Expendables two. Expendables yeah. two. Uh, Where is my super suit? They're escaping in a plane. Yeah. Which I swear was in the first one.
3: This is supposed. To, it's, they said it in the film, but this is supposed to be a new plane because his old plane was destroyed okay. in the first one. <laughs> okay, so I,
2: I knew that, that there was a plane sequence in the first one. I just yeah. I don't even remember it. But, it. but but they had to bring it back. It was so popular. Okay, but they're 15 minutes into the film. Yeah, right. They're yeah. 15 minutes into the film, and it's like, oh dear, will they clear this mountain with this plane? <laughs> Will they get over this
1: bridge? <laughs> there, there what there was a they pull up, pull up Yeah
2: <laughs> Right it's, it's a takeoff thing.
3: Right about I don't know if I'm gonna make it. Oh oh mind you, this is after they activated the super secret gun to blow up a hole in the bridge so that they could fly through it to take off.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, Which which sounds exciting, but then they just can't but see that's just it. It's like they could have done that. What yeah, and what? Of course they're going to be fine. Now, you blow up against the side of the mountain, I'm in. I'm yeah. watching your movie to the end. <laughs> yeah, if, if that fucking true. plane crashes and then it's let's survive. Or whatever. Oh, I'm, order, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm All sold. the old people died.
4: New group. New not Well, not even,
2: not even all yeah. of them died. But a couple of They do- can be okay. Yeah. They can be fucking wounded. They've, and, then, and then they A-team the plane. Oh, and then, and then Liam Neeson comes sold. in they have to punch wolves. Oh, that was a crazy movie. Or
3: Flight of the Phoenix, the plane. They, 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 you I know, could take almost the lift not watch that movie. That movie's harsh. Which one? The Ta- Grey. Oh, the I the haven't gray. watched it yet. Really tough. I've heard it's
2: intense. I haven't Really tough. But... So, but I'm down. Like, like they that crash the plane. Like a great pitch. They crash the plane, and then they have to, from that and whatever armaments they have, a team, a bunch of weapons and shit, to try and have to go and attack the village again or something. But whatever, man. But like, there's, there's no peril. There's no peril. It is, it's so That's cartoony. True. He's
3: right. I mean, the the one person that you know is going to die, you can tell is going to die from the beginning. I mean, they, Well, because he's not even the character. Yeah, they literally set it up. Oh yeah. It's almost
2: three days before retirement like, shit.
3: Yeah, they did the whole cliche <laughs> thing. It's like, I'll go on this next mission, but then I'm done. Oh, there <laughs> it is. Yeah. yeah. And it's I, I like, got a baby on the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm not <laughs> letting oh, things get in my way every, anymore. Every you oh, yeah. I'm becoming a family man. forgot about that. Yeah, I'm going to marry my girl. Did we ever even
2: see his kid? Or his girl for us, even a second. Oh, no, because yeah. we can't feel too Do bad see when he Do we see him dies. for a second? Oh, who cares? Doesn't
3: he like <laughs> bring give her some money at the end or something like that? It was just like he's yeah. like, oh, this he, is this is his share, you he has, know. He has Seventeen dollars. I didn't watch it Good to luck. the end. Oh, okay. I stopped. Uh, I stopped <laughs> watching. So, so
0: Sylvester Stallone goes and goes. Hey, lady, whose guy I got killed? Here's some stuff for you and your I baby. I didn't kill him, but I got him killed. It so happened. He well, was, he, his his share. To of be fair, when he was being held by Jean Claude and them, he says, "You go ahead and you shoot me, Dutch. You fucking shoot me and go crazy. Shoot everybody. Don't listen to this guy." But I did. I listened to him anyway. I gave over. We dropped all our weapons. And we were like, okay, we'll do whatever you say. And you know what he really did. stabbed him anyway. I should have known that he was a bad guy. I wrote the movie. I should have known what was going to happen. But you know, I That's a movie I watched, too.
2: A I guy that's happen. in his own movie. Oh, God, that'd be great. Well, they tried it with Last Action Hero.
1: They
3: did. Yeah. They had two varying success. And And anou- just the last thing I'm going to say. <laughs> well, it's because they
2: put that baby in there. That's why that movie fucked Last thing up. I'm
3: going to say about Expendables, too. It's funny because... You know, in the in the posters, this 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 thing I'm about to say is funny. It's in the posters <laughs> and everything. Jet Li gets top billing. Okay, he's yeah, only he's... in like the first 15 minutes yeah, of the film. He's...
1: That's called having a good agent. Yeah,
3: I mean, literally, it's like he he steps out. He's like, "Will we ever see you again? I don't know. Maybe." And then, like, whoosh, he's gone, <laughs> and and, 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 and never shooting. never reappears. <laughs> doesn't even doesn't even come back in at the end for the denouement. Nothing. He's
1: too busy walking away counting his money. Sure. There's a denim walk
2: at the end? Denim walk. Oh. Oh, there no, we I go. I thought that if they had a denim walk, <laughs> I would have been on it.
0: <laughs> hey, somebody help me spread these jeans down. This is what we do for a fallen brother. Tight. I'm kind of heavy. Everybody lays these jeans down. We walk over a big old pile of jeans for the denim walk. I
4: the <laughs> denim walk would be like a slow mo scene. They're all walking like, all in, they've super got, like denim pants, in super denim tight shirts, jeans. Denim they're, wearing, they're wearing the full uh, on Canadian tuxedos. Full on Canadian tuxedos. Canadian tuxedo.
3: Exactly. <laughs> if my nuts weren't so shrunk from all the steroids, they'd be so in pain right now. You see
0: my balls, but you can't. What you might suspect are a couple of misplaced raisinets in my front left pocket. Those are my testicles. Those are my testicles. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I wrote, I wrote this movie. Don't give a shit about right. <laughs> I wrote this oh, yeah. movie. I don't know why I didn't know it was coming, but I I have a Short-term memory.
1: <laughs> no, G- you don't give a shit about all the
0: all the HBCGB, whatever. <laughs> Human growth hormone.
1: <laughs> Variety reports that one-time director uh, Jamie, called it Sarah, he is in talks to come back to the Akira film. You may recall that he left the project back in 2012 after <laughs> pre-production had halted. Kind of a uh, Pain to wait around while the script gets reworked and this thing is budget gets fail, slashed, no matter what happens. But now he's back. Great, and or at least in discussions. And uh, Warner Brothers supposedly loves his vision, loves it, loves the bad Akira movie we're getting. Who cares? Yeah.
2: Did you see what I what Scully wrote about Pacific Rim? Mm-mm. Um, so it did really well in China. Yeah, like I got to, I best, got to, that's okay. coming up. The whole numbers. All on right, that. Well, we'll talk about that later then. But but. Just again, just these people stumbling over each other for these people coming up with these quote unquote original ideas. And it's, there's, there's just stealing. It's almost 30
1: years old now. It's more than 30 years old. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, speaking of China, news you don't give a shit about. A team of scientists from China have determined that urine could be a source of stem cells for which to grow new teeth. A professor at the University College London, England, has very politely responded, quote, It is probably one of the worst sources. There are very few cells in the first place, and the efficiency of turning them into stem cells is very low. You just wouldn't do it that way, unquote.
2: (laughs) Well, also, nobody wants yellow (laughs) teeth. Oh,
1: boy. Yeah, that's the the one. (laughs) That's... That's the one joke about
4: that piece. <laughs> and moving on.
5: Weekend gay. <laughs>
4: give Uh it was the Chinese that did the whole teeth and the kidneys as well, right? What is with the, the,
3: Yeah, uh, they, they grew human up, teeth
2: in their the dental mice.
4: program is weird.
3: Now Dental Plan. I, Lisa needs when
2: braises. they say when they say there's stem cells in urine, isn't that probably from residual discharge from uh, it's not that they're, they're intact. Mixed. Stem it's like cells. mixed they're, in they're, with... They're a source it's of... It's like mixed in with your pee and stuff, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's waste. It's semen mixed in with your pee. It's like old semen mixed in with your pee, probably.
3: Well, I, I don't know its origins, not but I... Not necessarily. Not
2: necessarily? Where, does, where do stem cells, stem cells come from, then?
3: You have stem cells
1: throughout and your body. It, you'd oh, have okay. to turn them into stem cells, and that's... It's a, oh, okay. The it's process just is just crap. not going to... All right. Yeah. I, I'm not a scientist, everybody.
3: Clearly. <laughs>
2: What? <laughs> no way. I know, I know a lot of you have been listening to me all these years looking for scientific truth. Uh, I am not a scientist. He's our resident Carl Sagan.
3: <laughs> He's a fake warrior from the planet Kronos. Billions
2: and billions of pee <laughs> floating in a sea of mouths. Imagine the need for fresh teeth. Fresh teeth from pea. <laughs> you could have fresh them in the future. Here. These fresh pea teeth, however, they may be grown by our future ancestors, will fill the mouths of every living man, woman, and child. In fact, those with natural non pea teeth might be looked upon with scorn and derision, like someone without the latest iPod. <laughs> Yes. The sale of Topol, the smoker's toothpaste, <laughs> skyrockets in the future.
1: <laughs> I have to- Is that even sold anymore, Topol? <laughs> I haven't seen a commercial for Topol in 20 years. Right? <laughs>
4: got to come back now with teeth it's going to come back with
2: teeth yeah it's been here for years it's been here for years you can get that shit and you go to the right goodwill
4: <laughs> at your local 99 cent store oh, the
2: goodwill can you imagine buying toothpaste at the goodwill no i you yeah. know what people constantly no throw fan. out that
4: toothpaste and i can use that last oh little that bit last for little for squirt. week man <laughs> <laughs>
2: I remember I bought toothpaste at Big Lots one time.
1: Oh, I can't wait to see it how was, this ends.
2: It was <laughs> <laughs> it was Ernie toothpaste from okay. Bert and Ernie. Yeah. It was yeah. just Ernie. <laughs> and it was Bert to be would like, have nothing to do it. Yeah, with it was supposed <laughs> to be like, you remember when that Crest Sparkle shit came oh, out? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it was like that, except it was fruit. It was so gross, but I made myself use it because I was like, yeah, I bought Ernie Toothpaste.
1: There is something weird about fruit toothpaste. It
2: tasted so shit, and, and it was probably one of those things where God knows what Chinese dog food factory was making it on the side. It was terrible.
3: Yep. Well, you'll be happy to know, Paul, that Topol uh, <laughs> Smoker's Toothpaste still exists. <laughs> <laughs> it's still around. They just
1: don't have a marketing budget anymore. Well, because smokers are done. Effectively
3: fight stains, tobacco, coffee, tea, and red wine. Yes, yeah,
1: see, it's not just tobacco. Yeah, the, there's now, a bunch 30% of,
3: larger. There's
1: a bu- Topol <laughs> Plus. There's what a, the people uh, use it? Yeah, mint the fresh it. <laughs> mint taste now. <laughs> the,
2: uh, there's a bunch of drunk housewives that need their <laughs> Topol fix. There. I gotta go to the Sonoma and pick up some Topol on the way. Blah. <laughs> I got a I got a Riesling, I got a '68 Riesling, and I need some Topol. <laughs> can I can I get this Can I get this 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 Zinfandel and and Topol on the side? <laughs> what goes good with Topol? What would you pair with this Topol? Like? Wino, why wino. Why what? Were you saying I know? But you're saying wino?
3: Uh, I don't know. What <laughs> it sounds I'm like
1: Harry
2: Carey well, over that.
3: there.
1: I'm
2: just a drunk housewife. <laughs> needs some brighter teeth. I just want to make sure my teeth stay there bright as white. And bring
1: it down with an ice cold Budweiser. <laughs>
3: 1984 Topol YouTube commercial on YouTube. Play it.
2: I'm not going to no, play it. We're in the middle of a show. <laughs> Pick it up at home.
3: Say it. Don't play it.
2: Say it. Don't play it. Spray it. Don't say it. Say it. Don't spray it. Lay it. Don't blay it. Moving on! <laughs> Topol is Smokers Toothpaste. It's toothpaste for smokers in their mouth. The best. Hi, oh, shit. I'm Joe Topol, We're getting a creator of Topol Toothpaste. A lot of you like to smoke. Well, that's gross. <laughs> you all know how gross that is. A lot of you also like to drink pee and <laughs> wine and other things that will stain your mouth. All right, well, all you fucking mouth stainers. Your day has come. I'm Joe Topol, and I got some shit that'll fix your dumb, gross habits. It's called Topol, the smoker's toothpaste. I call it the smoker's toothpaste, but I should really call it, hey, dumb fuck who ruins his mouth with stains, this is what you need. Because that would have sold a lot more. I think Topol, that's a blurb. That, Well, yeah. Topol doesn't really sell like it should. But next year I'm coming out with, hey, dumb fuck, you stained your dumb teeth, fix it with this shit, you asshole. <laughs> Anyway, buy I, some, buy I, some I, before buy I have it. to change the name. You fucking dickhole! I'm Joe
4: Topol. <laughs> Suck my fucking Topol. Message brought to you by eighties, eighties Jeff PR firm. Eighties <laughs> Jeff PR. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: another eighties Jeff PR production. Yeah. <laughs> the, the comeback of Topol. <laughs> Those are the kind of clients that are battering down our doors.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We got a new (laughs) Doctor Who. Oh, boo. Yes. Hey, let me tell you something
2: real quick on this show. Oh, I can't wait. Listen, What? No, I I could give a fuck who it is because I don't watch Doctor Who. Yeah, you don't watch the Who. That's fine. But Brian Michael Bendis tweeted out the day before it happened. He said, congratulations, Idris Elba, on the new Doctor Who. And I was like, surely he didn't just make that up. Surely he's in a time zone where he saw that come through earlier. And I was like, that's exciting. That's exciting, mm-hmm. but
1: it's not the case. Well, well, what seems to have happened on that, because uh, Neil Gaiman also said that, he didn't say who it was, but he said that uh, a, the first role was offered to a black guy, and he Ooh. turned it down. Oh. And so this is, and he didn't want to say who, as to say who was the first choice, since this is another choice.
3: So it was probably going to be Idris Elba.
1: That's a lot of the speculation, yeah. Oh,
3: man. I'm still kind of upset Matt Smith quit. Um, what did he quit for? He just just he the said time he was to move done. on. Okay. He did he did three series and he was just basically done. Yeah, well, That's I enough, right? Three, yeah. three series, three seasons. For it's us. enough
1: to put his career in the forward skyrocket movie land. So
2: yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah. No, yeah, he's although already, he's David already Tennant's already doing not doing that much stuff. Uh, he was he was here just, in the, he's in the doing U.S. doing a lot independent stuff and he's okay. doing a lot of theater too. He's good. He likes.
1: He's good.
3: In fact, him with Patrick Stewart and Hamlet's great. Ooh, that's Tennant.
2: That's what we're talking about.
3: Oh, I thought we were talking about. Matt Smith now. No, be, that we moved on to Tenet. Oh. We talked about Tenet.
2: Matt Smith will be fine. Yeah,
3: that, he's already yeah. he's already. He doing took a, a lot of pictures
4: face. at the Marvel booth at the San Diego Comic-Con. Dun, and I'm dun. curious what that yeah, is. there's, there's a rumor
3: he's going to be in an upcoming film. and He was in Chicago not He could long be the ago, Super Scroll. He's got a
2: putty face for it. <gasps> well, the new guy, uh, Peter Capaldi. He looks like Odo,
1: guys. He looks like real Odo. What's his name? Uh, Peter Capaldi, 55-year-old. Is a Scotland native, lifelong Who fan. He wrote a letter to the Radio Times about the Daleks as a teenager.
3: Oh, they went older.
1: Yeah, which is really cool. I, I, like re- that I idea. recognize the guy. Yeah. You actually you actually know who he is. Uh, Capaldi is already a pretty significant part of the Who uh, via his role in the spin off Torchwood, specifically during the miniseries run Children of Earth. Capaldi played the bureaucrat John Frobisher. Uh, going a bit further back, Capaldi also played, uh, what is that? Uh, Calias? Yeah, Calias in the night yeah, 2008 was... Who episode The Fires of Pompeii. So he's no stranger to the franchise. I've uh, actually seen that episode. Outside of his previous Who verse roles, Capaldi is likely best known in the UK for his starring role in the darkly comedic series The Thick of It, where he plays a foul-mouthed governor director of communications, Malcolm Turner. And the guy's been acting since the early 80s, and from a stint in the recent blockbuster World War Z to the acclaimed UK period drama The Hour... He's proven that he has the range to take over Doctor Who. He also won an Academy Award in 1994 for the best short film for Franz Kafka's It's a Wonderful Life. So he's got some pedigree. And yeah, when you see his face, you're like, I've seen this guy. Yeah, yeah you know this time. So. Yeah, and I, uh, I like the idea of an older doctor.
4: I, I like going back to that. Yeah, go, it, good it's,
1: especially for the 50th anniversary, I think it'll be good. Yeah. I, I like the dynamic that that changes. Get Rose back in there. Yeah, because Rose would love him. Yes. Rose would just like Oh shit Fuck off Eccleston and Tennant. I like Old <laughs> Doctor Who Old Doctor Who Let's see Michael, uh, Michael Ansara One of the best voices In science fiction Has passed away uh, Science fiction fans Know him uh, For so many great performances He was The Klingon Kang On three separate Star Wars series
2: Right. Star Trek series. That's what I said. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Kane!" Thank you, President Obama. It says Star Trek, but yeah, my, I
1: completely Obama'd that. Uh, Kane on Buck Rogers and Mr. Freeze for the Batman animated series. So.
2: Oh, wow, this. yeah. He did Mr. Freeze. Oh,
3: man. That's the chilling a, sound that you do. No, he did the good. Oh, he did the <laughs> good he did, yeah. I know. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he yeah.
4: just help yourself. Wow, dude. That animated series was so damn good. I'm watching
2: Batman Beyond again. Well, actually, was, for the that was first a time, series too. It really is. Uh, I'm watching it on the Netflix. I can watch it all in sequence. I have it on DVD, but it's just so much easier to boot up digitally. And no. uh, yeah, going through it episode by episode, it's quite good. It's quite good. It's got it's like Spider Man meets Batman a little bit. It's pretty cool. And Mister Freeze was in that, and that was him too. I bet. Oh, okay. Five yeah, because he was frozen. Yeah. And then gets unfrozen and then becomes, you know, a lawyer. Set in the future. He becomes a lawyer. Unfrozen caveman lawyer. Sometimes the honking horns of your traffic make me want to jump out of my BMW and run off into the woods or something.
3: (laughs) I'm just a caveman, Your Honor. The weird fairy speaking to me in this bizarre device you call a phone.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But I do know. And if my pliant, client slips and falls on a patch of ice in front of the grocery store, then he is entitled to no less than $1.2 million <laughs> in punitive damages and an additional $3 million in compensatory damages. I rest my case, you're <laughs>
3: <laughs> I miss Phil Hartman. Oh,
2: that unfrozen caveman lawyer is one of the best <laughs> goddamn things that ever happened. Did
3: they do more than like... Two like skits. maybe so three like, yeah
2: three maybe three or four
1: yeah it wasn't a whole lot have you tried to watch uh, Saturday Night Live as they have it on Netflix the, the broken up the, pieces? the broken the chunks no. of fourteen minute episodes no I do not watch that it's it's it hurts sure you can't do no. it because they, they they supposedly have every episode but it's not full episodes it's pieces that they've chosen for whatever reason whether like because they can't have the music acts for licensing I get right. that. But I don't understand losing, you know, there's some on there you'll get like 60 minutes worth of something. Uh, Some episodes you get 14. It's weird. 11. Yeah, 22 minutes for this episode.
5: Mm.
1: It's just, yeah, that hurts.
3: The last Timberlake episode uh, where you hosted was the most amazing opening I've seen in years. They had like so many uh, former hosts as well as... uh, Former cast members: uh, oh. Steve Martin was in it. Uh, Paul Simon was in it. Chevy Chase was in cool it. Martin Short was in it. Uh, was Tom Dan Hanks Ackroyd. was in it. This uh, I, I want to say it was like five late timers last club, year. Right? It was a Five Timers yeah. Club. Yeah, they yeah, did, a, they did a revisit of the yeah. Five Timers Club, but you know, uh, mm-hmm. it was just it was just incredible. And then, of course, later on in the episode, Steve Martin and Dan Aykroyd did a reprisal of the Two Wild and Crazy Guys, which was that's cool. was pretty cool.
4: And what was great about that, it was was countering Timberlake's and Andy Sandberg's uh, dick-in-a-box guys. The two
3: dick-in-a-box guys, So,
4: I mean, just, that was hilarious. That's nice,
1: I like change. change. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lucasfilm uh, has used aliases in the past to cover up production on features before, most notably with Return of the Jedi. Uh, Allegedly, that is happening again, and the code name for production on Star Wars Episode Seven is Foodles. Oh, man. Despite what? earlier rumors of a 2014 start date, production on the faux Foodles is due to begin in August. Foodles? And that means that we might be seeing the first Star Wars films in theaters even earlier than originally projected. Or, at the very least, Disney is making sure that they get working right away to hit the deadlines. Does,
2: do yeah. they not realize that in 20 years from now, retro hyper hipsters are going to have to wear Foodles trucker caps? <laughs> Do they not understand this? The kind of <laughs> they're damage they're doing. On it. I guess they're they are. Like, what, what's That's gonna your gonna own fault? twenty years this? from now. Wasn't
3: it Blue Harvest that yeah. was the code name yeah. for Jedi? Yeah. Return yeah. of the Jedi. Yeah. yeah. And so. there,
1: are, there were production jackets that said Blue Harvest on. And them. I think foodles yeah. is uh, actually something that belongs to Disney
3: anyway. Some, uh, it, <laughs> I'm really, sure it belongs it does. to something else.
1: I'm sure it does. Probably if something it, they offer the parks.
3: Security was a lot looser back then too. I, I, I was reading this blog online. Uh, this guy, like, That's he how found Jeff
1: became an Ewok.
3: Yeah. Well, he found he found a box of old photos and he set. scanned them. But he, he to, to go along with his story about where uh, he saw the 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 Jabba's barge scene with the over the, the Sarlacc. Skiff. Mm-hmm. And so he said it was like literally out in the middle of the desert, but it was built up on a platform. And he said they were able to walk right up to, you know, the little uh, area surrounding that. And the security guards basically let them do whatever they want as long as they stayed out of everybody's way. And, uh, well, that
1: was back before people were yeah. outright assholes. Yeah. Well, plus, plus Screaming with, names uh, and shit. Yeah, plus with
4: media the way it is and, and how right. easy it is yeah. to disseminate information, someone's going to tweet that picture. Yeah,
1: yeah. Th- there was no way you could send out a spoiler. It's
2: like, I got it! Twelve days from now when this develops... Woohoo! I can show it to yeah. my friend George. I can show it to two other people, yeah. maybe three. Yeah. You're
1: fucked now, Lucas. The secret's out. Spoilers. Cause, cause Trevor's a babble mouth.
2: <laughs> I hope this Polaroid comes out good. I'm shaking the living fuck out of it. Oh, I'm putting this in my back pocket and riding over a dirt road. Kind of on you a wonder, bike.
3: It kind of makes you wonder how many one-hour photos there were back in
2: 1983.
3: A lot. <laughs> you think? Well, what
2: I in 1983?
3: In 83? No, yeah. no, 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 I, no. I remember there was a. In, there were bunches in like 87. Mm-hmm. In like 84, 85. I remember we had one that like popped up near our house, and it was literally one of those those Shacks little drive-up shack like things a, that and, looked like a camera turned on yeah, the side. Yeah, it it was like literally big enough for one person to yep. stand in there and die of chemical yeah. poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> slowly <laughs> his little personal air conditioner on the roof yeah he like, slides over the window yeah okay he, oh, it'll be ready yeah. in an hour he was that guy huh?
2: <laughs> you know see that was because that actually was a pretty swank
1: gig for all the photos you got to see of naked people
2: well yeah and you'd make extra copies On that shit You know what I mean That was a
1: filth gig Uh, That's what I heard I mean I I never
5: worked (laughs) at one That's what you heard I (laughs) never worked
3: at one But there's Well no but you turned But I have bought A lot of pictures pictures. Out the back (laughs) No I was not A member of that uh, (laughs) (laughs) That click That
2: click (laughs) The dick click That's a
1: tough click The dick pic click They they, What what a silver tongue (laughs) The dick pic pic click Yeah Yeah (laughs) Hey everybody
2: They,
1: They shunned others
2: They
0: did we do Unless you're using, uh, in, unless you're using one-hour photos, you can't be in the Dick pic Click. We only give our images to Troy.
2: <laughs> Troy gets to see everything that we Dick pic Click, <laughs> and he his discerning eye decides whether it goes in our zine or not. <laughs> Troy has a real eye for it. These photos are, are color, but we zine them in black and white. Sometimes we even fucking uh, put them through on. Uh, what's that? The st- mimeograph. <laughs> Have you ever How seen a mimeograph? This is <laughs> <dick, dick>, <laughs> <colon? laughs> it's, it's pretty old. We we mimeographed tits before anybody else. We were the first titty mimeographing. We were the dick pic click tit.
0: She just got dick- a fizzle there, then. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the d- we're the dick pick click. Hit mimeograph society. I am not before, calling the episode that. Well, before <laughs> Before we that was before the mimeograph got replaced with the Xerox copier. <laughs>
1: All right, if you were hoping to watch Star Trek 3, The Search for Spock on I Netflix won. Instant.
0: That was my plan tonight. It's
1: not available.
4: Oh, dear. It's my not because
1: Netflix allowed the streaming license to lapse. No. It's because they forgot to put English subtitles in during the Klingon and Vulcan dialogue. You
2: know what? Easy. I noticed that when I watched it. Yeah? Yeah. It was just a, a scene I that like, you didn't like hmm. understand. Well, I knew I but understood knew it. it. Because I can, no, No, I understood enough of it because I remembered it. But but then I was like, oh, there's not subtitles. I guess there was a non subtitled version. Or maybe subtitles just don't come on because, like, for whatever reason, my brain goes, oh, I guess they can't select that every time anybody plays that DVD. Spins up that DVD back at the server. They have to go. Through, you have to go through and select like a special. <laughs> spins feature, up that yeah, DVD Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's how it works. I
4: don't know how it works. I don't know how it works. You select a movie <laughs> on your on your Netflix uh, instant instant stream somewhere back at home at home base. Someone had to press play on a DVD in Netflix Oregon. They have to look a up a big robot arm Oregon. comes <laughs> out, grabs a DVD, <laughs> grabs
2: a specific DVD, puts it in a tray.
4: One of their 100 million DVD players. <laughs> That starts playing just for you. Yeah, but the problem is. It's a soul crushing job. But
2: the problem is.
4: And and whoever. They don't select the special Forgot to select the English (laughs) subtitles on that DVD.
2: That's why sometimes when you watch him, all of a sudden director commentary comes on. You are definitely not our scientist
3: (laughs) uh, on staff. Nor our tech geek. (laughs) (laughs) No,
2: I'm not. I still use Mimeograph. This is why my Facebook page gets no traffic.
3: So you spent a lot of hours in the basement of your church putting the little carbon duplication mimeograph sheets on there and uh-huh. running off many copies of your church bulletin. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: So it'll be back in a week or so after they put the, the dick click, in. The
2: dick pic click has struck, and now it's Pastor Penis working inside this church. Pastor Penis and Our Lady of the Eternal Boobies. Hey, we mimeographed your fucking bulletin. Now it's folded. And when your children look at it in the the Sunday scripture, boing, you're gonna have a church full of boner hods. <laughs> boner rods. Boner hods. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, gotcha.
2: No one's gonna stand up to pray because they're all gonna be sitting down with their mimeographed wieners and boobs in their laps. Trying to cover their disgraceful bulges. <laughs> I go to this church. I'm going to get so hard in the eyes of the Lord. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just because Peter Jackson has already incorporated Peter. Or many Tolkien appendices, to make, the appendices. Hob- <laughs> to make the Hobbit into three films. I got appendices. Doesn't mean there won't be an even longer Blu-ray and DVD release. Longer,
2: releases. even uh, longer yes. appendices,
1: So this is from Peter Jackson himself. Quote, Peter." <laughs> <laughs> this is a, this was
4: defaulted to. Huh? Huh? What? I'm yes. high on 200 episodes, guys. If you're not, if you, if you're surprised by this, you know <laughs> yeah. there's nothing we can do about Nobody it. Nobody's surprised. <laughs> <by> <laughs> you, point. You've been warned. All right. <laughs> uh.
3: If you're just joining us, the famous <laughs> Paul is into one of his Welcome to episode two hundred, folks.
1: <laughs> I'm thrilled that the extended edition will give fans the opportunity extended. to experience certain key scenes in the film as they were originally shot. As well as shot an <laughs> as, well as an abundance of special features. It's exciting Bun. It's exciting to present this Fun dance ex- expanded <laughs> And Expanded it, and enriched, in, well, <laughs> nah. enriched version of an unexpected journey. <laughs>
4: enriched doesn't work for it. <laughs> to no, allow fans no, to fully immerse stretch. themselves stretch. in the movie.
1: <laughs> Be, immerse before seeing the second part of the trilogy. Before skin. What? Did you say before skin? No, no. I didn't.
4: Okay. I'm going to say you Nobody did. Nobody ever says before skin. Why not? While uh,
1: well, there's like, been no official announcement as to how much longer
4: you, Hold on,
2: I, hold I, I on gotta What stop, do you mean yeah. nobody says before skin? <laughs> Be plenty of people say after skin No, they no. don't
4: Nobody <laughs> says that either There's no before <laughs> or after skin
1: There's only the right now skin
4: Now skin Sha-la-la-la
1: Rumpel live for now the skin
2: R- Rumple stu- before, before skin. Yes. Rumple before skin. Rumple before skin. Rumple now skin. And Rumple after skin. They're, they're triplets. <laughs> I'm writing a New Brothers Grimm anthology. Yeah, it's Grimm, all right. <laughs> 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 I'm putting it on mammograph paper. <laughs> 300 volumes. It's like Canterbury Tales, but uh, better. <laughs>
1: Yeah, better. While there's been no official announcement as to how much longer the extended version longer. will be, we do know there will be almost nine hours worth of bonus content, which will include what? commentaries, features, and in-depth no, looks into wait. every aspect of film production. Nine Ex- hours of bonus content on that first film? Extended edition is due out November 5th. Now, remember, that includes commentaries. It's a three-hour film, so you three hours that, of that is commentary. I fell asleep watching that movie. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I didn't. I, <laughs> and I'm excited
4: I, to, yes. to get this. I, I ha- like yeah, it. I hope it's in the nice little book to go along with yes. my Lord so of the, the Rings other trilogy. I'll get it. I'll get that
2: version. I, I almost didn't buy, yeah, I almost I didn't a great buy time. that version, this first version. Oh, of course not. But I found it for $10 brand new, so I got it. Okay. Well, the,
1: the real version's coming out in November.
2: I'll get that too.
1: <laughs> I'm a sucker.
2: Yeah, I've got those other boxes. Although those other boxes were in pretty plentiful.
1: They had their own good amount of goodies.
2: Well, not they're good, but I mean, there, there's a lot of them out there. Like even at our little local ZR record exchange, there were lots of those last uh, week. When I
1: yeah, there were lots of them available used copies of those super deluxe editions.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, Josh Gad, the rising star of such titles as uh, the hit Broadway musical, The Book of Mormon, Love and Other Drugs. Uh, The TV sitcom 1600 Penn and the upcoming Steve Jobs biopic, uh, where he plays Steve Wozniak, has been set to play Sam Kinison in an upcoming biopic directed by Seinfeld writer-producer Larry Charles. Kinison was a huge stand-up comic presence in the 80s, known for screaming many of his jokes. Kinison jumped from a life of religious preaching into comedy and quickly rose to fame before drugs and alcohol consumed him and brought everything to an abrupt halt. He would eventually overcome these issues and get clean, but before he could ever really return to the spotlight, he was killed in a head-on collision with a drunk driver. Uh, the movie is written by uh, Rich, Wy- uh, w- Rich Wilkes, whose previous credits include Airheads, The Stoned Age, The Jerky Boys Movie, and Triple X. So, what pedigree pedigree? Yeah, uh,
3: yeah, that's kind of an odd pedigree for a biopic.
1: <laughs> but it's based on the book uh, Brother Sam, The Short, the Spectacular Life of Sam Kinison by his brother Bill Kennison. Other notable people from Kinnison's life who will be cast if for this movie include Richard Pryor, Howard Stern, Oral Roberts, Jim and Tammy Faye Baker.
2: That guy is good. Uh, he's been on the Daily Show some. He uh, he was in that movie Twenty One, mm-hmm. which yep. I got to participate in the the table read for, mm. which was fun. He was a cool dude. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice guy. Didn't I didn't yeah, I No, he deserves my, all the success. He's yeah, good. He's, he's good. good. He's talent talented guy, hardworking. And ex- he's and he's and he's a husky gentleman. Yes. So I'm always glad to see yeah. <laughs> success coming to the Huskies.
1: And I'm I'm excited to have a uh, Sam Kennison biopic. I could take it or
2: leave it. I'd rather have uh, a uh, Bill uh Bill Hicks. Bill Hicks biopic. Oh, I'd love that too. Yeah. But maybe if this is good, then they'll. That'll I
3: thought there was a Bill Hicks. There's plenty of, in the, there's in like the documentaries. works. There's documentaries. Oh yeah, I was gonna say I've, maybe I there saw is a we,
2: maybe there is one in the works. I'm sure there's one in, in talks. You're somewhere. right. There's a documentary the on
3: Netflix. I, yeah. I've come across it. Yeah, Bill Hicks is great. Bill Hicks is certainly superior to
2: Kennison. I think Kennison life stories. What they're, well, they're really, just they're just yeah, different. His meanings. life story is interesting, going sure. from preacher to. Screamer of obscenities. To Jessica Hahn. To Jessica Hahn. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck.
3: Wild thing.
2: You're a lying, disgusting, cheating horn. I love you.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I came on the XM radio the other day, and I'm like, what? Is this really playing right now? Mm -hmm. All right. This is the news we've been waiting for, though, guys. This is it.
1: Terminator, the Sarah Chronicles creator, Josh Friedman. What? The who? The The Sarah Chronicles creator? Josh Friedman. The Sarah Chronicles. Connor Chronicles.
2: Yes. Not okay. the Sarah Chronicles. No, it's Terminator
3: the Sarah Chronicles. Is it say that? That's what it says. Here. Sarah Connor Chronicles. The oh.
2: Sarah Connor Chronicles. The, yes. The, like the Dick pic Clicks. The, the Sarah, <laughs> <canonicles>. the Sarah <laughs> Connor
3: Chronicles. The Sarah Connor Chronicles.
2: The Sarah Connor Chronicles.
1: Sarah Connor Chronicles. Sarah
2: Connolly. Semi <laughs> oh, <nice>. Connor.
1: Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Semi Connolly. Semi Connolly. <laughs> Was tapped to write the sequel to James Cameron's long gestating sequel to Avatar. This was the first real sign the production was moving forward with the film. Now comes word that Cameron is not only bringing in Friedman, but multiple other screenwriters to work on that one, but three sequels, Avatar 2, 3, and Avatar 4, Eesh. will be shot simultaneously oh, gross. starting next year, and Avatar 2 will hit theaters December 2016. Cameron plans to release the three uh, sequels in the next few years, meaning that the sequels would be shot much like uh, the Peter Jackson shot The Lord of the Rings trilogy. Uh, Deadline reports that each sequel will have three different sets of writers. Friedman will write Avatar 2. Uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes scribes uh, Rick Jaffa and uh, Amanda Silver will write another. Uh, Shane Salerno, the writer and director of Salinger, who had previously collaborated with Cameron on Fantastic Voyage, will write another script. And the three will work with Cameron on three separate Avatar movies. According to the site, the release of the first sequel is, again, 2016. Second to follow is December 2017. Third, of course, 2018. So here it comes. Boatload Avatar. Avatards. Wow. Avatar. More than you can And, handle. of course, uh, Walt Disney's making the uh, Avatar world at their uh, mammal kingdom. Oh, they wow. They bought the rights to uh, do an Avatar land. So you can expect Avatar rides. Finally, the, the people that have cried because they couldn't go to Pandora, well, now they can. Yeah, great. World. Well, they let More me stick
3: my
4: bullshit. thingy in the, uh, in the animals there, that yeah. animal kingdom. You yeah. got
1: to grow a ponytail before you get in.
4: <laughs> you got to stick your ponytail up
2: in the animals' buttholes. Yes. Lord. <laughs> well, but what else are they for? Yeah.
0: Well, I'm, I'm going to go stick my ponytail in this hippopotamus' butthole, you know, merge with him, and then uh, <laughs> ride around on him. And if he doesn't like it, tough tit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> sir, sir, I have to advise you not to not to do anything to molest the especially the hippopotamus. People don't realize the hippopotamus is one of the most deadly animals on the planet, responsible for more human deaths annually than any shark attacks, giant octopus, or killer bee combined.
0: Okay, well, that's all fine and good. But well, he's about to get a butt full of hair <laughs> And I hope he's ready. And if he doesn't (laughs) tap into my brain stem and give me some fun hippo jokes (laughs) right off the bat, I'll know we're not compatible. I'll move on to another hippo and scram it up his ass.
3: By hair, do you mean your penis, sir?
0: (laughs) I've grown out my ponytail. I'm going to stick my long ponytail in. If when we're mind melded, the illusion is made that maybe he'd like a little something extra. I'm not going to deny this hippopotamus my cock. (laughs) That's not my plan. I'm not planning on fucking a hippo today. I'm planning on sticking my long ponytail
1: in its butt. I am not planning on fucking a hippo today. (laughs) I wake up every day saying <laughs> <laughs> There
2: are days it when I, like a daily affirmation. <laughs> there are days when I have to I have I to have say it twice. There are day. days when I have I to say it twice. I am not planning on fucking <laughs> I, I, day. I turn to my girl and
1: I
3: say <laughs>
5: And she Put slaps those me fries down. She slaps not- me.
3: You think? You think Paul's <laughs> wife wakes up saying that? <laughs>
2: no, she she just wake up wakes up in hysterical tears. <laughs> There's no other than there. What did I do? Well, it's it's partly it's it's just sadness, but part of it's from the shock of having my ponytail up her butt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to mind meld with you
0: here. I want you to sprout wings and fly me around while I have my hair I'm in your ass. you were
3: asleep when I tried uh, to just, meld you know, with you.
0: Just, you know, on Pandora, everything's real easy. You stick hair up a animal's butt and things are fine. Next thing you know, it's a fucking cakewalk to Victory Town. And here, I'm getting all this guff. I don't need it.
1: And this is why people were sad that Pandora wasn't
2: real. <laughs> <laughs> you know, come here. just cram our hair buttholes together. Let's talk. That's a whole.
1: Let's rap. That's, that's another look.
0: click. Let's rap, guys. Let's, Let's rap with hair butthole. Let's
1: rap with hair butthole. <laughs> Moving on. This going back to a story we referenced earlier. I don't
0: plan to fuck a hippo today.
2: <laughs> of course, that's
1: right. not
0: my plan. <laughs>
2: That's not my intention today Uh,
0: I am not going to say no If offered the chance I'd be a fool I'd be a
1: hippo fucking fool At first glance Pacific Rim had very little impact at the box office In fact it joined a long line of recent summer box office busts That include films like White House Down, The Lone Ranger, and The Wolverine But the international numbers tell a different story Guillermo del Toro's film debuted in China Wednesday, grossed an estimated $9 million at the box office. According to Deadline, that's a new high for any Warner Brothers release and 23% bigger than for any Harry Potter film. The film also was number one film in international markets on the July 19th to 21st weekend. With an international number speaking volumes, it's likely a spe- sequel to Pacific Rim could happen. Now, most of the time when a film flops in the U.S., it's more likely saved by the international markets. This does not guarantee that a sequel will follow but the film did gross uh uh 140 million in international markets putting Pacific Rim worldwide numbers at 220 million and with a budget at 182 220 million and that currently and uh, what 88 I think is what it made here in the states 88 million I guess so it could sway this decision it for a sequel it could be profitable at some I point.
3: always I'm always confounded by that. I, that. That is why a lot of these movies get sequels. You know, when you go, you're like, how is that movie that was a god-awful movie getting a sequel? It's because they do so well in foreign markets. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of times it's it's not necessarily that people absolutely loved the film, but because there's a, lot, there's a huge clamoring for U.S.-made production overseas. Yeah. Which is a lot of the reasons why a lot of, Films get financed to begin with, so I mean it's you know they they establish a office overseas and make a sweetheart uh, you know distribution deal overseas, even though it, a lot of the production is done here domestically. And uh, yeah, it's it's just it's mind boggling if you consider it.
2: So yeah. on that article,
3: yeah,
2: that Scully sent me. Yeah, I read. Did you read like two paragraphs in? I didn't read this two article. Two paragraphs in, they're like. The screenwriter who was responsible for the original idea, and I lost my mind. It said it right there. The, the screenwriter who was responsible for the original idea. Wow. I'm like, there's not one original idea in that movie. Granted, it might seem like that if you weren't raised on robots. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing new in that film at all. And it's exactly the point that we made during my rant. You can borrow bits, dude. And Del Toro has done his part in many other films adding to really unique visual moments in cinema history, which blows my mind why he couldn't come up with fresh stuff for this one, why he, he could only borrow. But it just made me flabbergasted that they would credit the screenwriter with having original ideas when every piece of that film was just
1: lifted. Yeah. Every piece of it lifted. Well, that sounds more to the
2: uh, the writer of the yeah, piece. Yeah, than... yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, he's credited with, hat, with, with it being an original screenplay. Yawn. I don't think people well, know what's original because they before. changed the no. setting and everything. They didn't change the <laughs> setting and everything.
3: <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah,
2: it's fine. Yeah, I know. It's whatever. It is what it is.
1: If you contributed a boatload of money to the Kickstarter campaign for The Doom That Came to Atlantic City, the Forking Path's proposed Monopoly-slash-Lovecraft mashup board game, then there's good news. You might be getting your copy of the game after all, says designer Keith Baker. Uh, Basically, a little background on this. One of the major uh, failures of Kickstarter. Guy raised, I think, close to $100,000 for initially a $30,000 asking to create this (laughs) mashup. And... Last week It's one of the it. stories. Actually, I actually, I ended up excising from last week's show. Um, no one really knows what truly happened he squandered with the money. It. That's what. That's yeah, basically. But no one knows specifically what happened. And but yeah, that money's gone. And he said, "Sorry, you're not getting your thing." So, mm-hmm. so that's basically what happens. Yeah, it's Kickstarter at your own risk, folks. Mm-hmm. But there's some good news. You might be getting your copy of the game. Says the designer, Keith Baker, although Eric Chevalier of The Forking Path was forced to cancel the Kickstarter campaign last week. Keith Baker, former R2-D2, Keith Baker? That's Kenneth Baker. (laughs) I know. Yes, Keith Keith (laughs) Baker of Star Trek. Star Trek? It's Keith Baker? Yeah. The Keith Baker? Yeah. Um,
2: R2-D2, Star Trek's Keith Baker?
1: uh, Baker and fellow game designer Lee Moyer have been adamant that those who contributed money will be able to play the game, whether as a print and play or some other form. But now they've announced that in addition to that promised print-and-play, a real physical board game will soon be published and sold in hobby stores across the country by Cryptozoic Entertainment. Uh, Cryptozoic Entertainment specializes in board games and trading card sets, many of which tie into already existing properties, such as Castle, Big Bang Theory, DC Comics, The Walking Dead, and Penny Arcade. In fact, I think the DC Comics deck-builder game that we play is by Cryptozoic. Is that Cryptozoic? Yeah. Uh, Upon hearing the news of Doom's unfortunate demise... Uh, Chief Operating Officer Scott Gaeta got in touch with Baker and Moyer to produce the game and give out free copies to those who were promised in the original Kickstarter campaign agreement. This doesn't mean you'll get all the swag you were promised. As Baker noted in his blog, quote, To be absolutely clear, this has nothing to do with the Forking Path or Kickstarter. The project was canceled, and this is not a reward or refund from the Forking Path. Cryptozoic isn't assuming responsibility for the Kickstarter project or the actions of Forking Path. They're simply doing what they they can to make things right for the gamers who have suffered because of it. As I said, they cannot cover all rewards the Forking Path promised, because they were doing this entirely at their own expense to lend a hand. But Cryptozoic will see to it that the backers get their game that they thought they were backing, and that's a tremendous relief to me, unquote. Uh, back, backers who can't wait for the published forum to play this uh, long-awaited game should be receiving a download link to the print-and-play version.
4: That is really awesome of Cryptozoic. I mean, that, they don't have to do that at all. They no. don't have to give people to back some other company that failed them.
1: Right.
5: You
4: know, we don't, they don't have to give those people anything. And that they're out there and still offering them a game. It's yeah. amazing. That's awesome.
1: I, I think it's twofold. I think it actually helps Cryptozoic out as well. well it probably will because um, then they're going to have the. the because the I think basically they did, we will print and create this game and we will fulfill the basic Kickstarter to the people that pre ordered it. However, and now they're and, have and that that to we have the rights to the game because it's, come on, it sounds like a really cool game.
2: Yeah. Well, that and and how else do board games get you know, propagated anymore, except mostly through nerd word of mouth. Yeah. It still is very much a close, small community. There are plenty of message boards and little things online about it, but
1: it's not that many. And talk about the most popular game that wasn't.
2: Yeah. And, and so one more really strong goodwill gesture to get other people talking about it. That's it. I mean, word of mouth can make or break any board game.
1: Sure. Sure. And Profits I, on those are razor thin, I imagine. Oh, yeah, but I, I'd consider buying it. There you go. Especially if Cryptozox got yeah, their cool. name Zoals on it. Cryptozoe's got
4: some good stuff. Yeah. Now, is it supposed to be Monopoly style? What was yeah,
1: it? it's kind of a Monopoly oh. Cthulhu mashup. I'm not sure what all the uh, uh yeah.
4: Sounds a lot like uh,
1: Monopoly Cold mm-hmm. uh, Maybe it does have some Cold to it. Sounds a lot like Cold sept. Well, I don't know what the mechanics are, so I can't say one way or the other. You'd be a fool other. not to make a board game Cold sept. That'd be awesome. That would be cool. <laughs> although, that, would that be difficult, you think? No. Keeping track of the ups and downs and of power?
2: It's all cards. Yeah. If you went with that new style of card that can have jewels and shit embedded in it, stuff like that, maybe. Maybe that's the answer.
1: Yeah, Maybe. Make a lot of money in the add-ons. It
2: wouldn't be super simple. Yeah, jeez. Oh, but Coldcept. I hope they come up with another Coldcept. They came out with a Coldcept for 3DS, only in Japan. I don't know if they're getting to
1: convert it. Oh wow. Yet. Yeah. Um, and it's such a niche game. I love that game. It's good. I wouldn't mind seeing. If another. you don't have
2: Coldcept, go get Coldcept. If you like board games, if you like trading card games, and board games. And you're yeah, a loner. That's a great mashup. Get cold sept. <laughs> Seriously, oh, cold sept. Mm, cold sept saga for the 360. Yeah, or the original cold sept
1: for the PS2. Yeah. Mmm, tasty. God, that was that was the big takeaway that I got from uh, the original Las Vegas Comic Con, the one that folded, that was so horribly managed. cold sept? Years ago, was somebody was there demoing it? Demoing cold sept on the PS2. Mm-hmm. And from that moment I found love. Yep, it's a super good game.
2: <laughs> the PS2 one is even I kind of like I like I like the art style better than the what they did for oh, the yeah? Saga. Yeah. Cuz with Cultsep Saga they made the monsters very realistic and fleshed them out yeah. and made them look but in the PS2 they're straight up um uh, Pokémon. Su- they're super deformed. Okay. They're like they're like you know, weird little muppet baby versions of the <laughs> evil monsters now, All right. and they're in 8-bit Kind of style. They're very to the cute.
1: Pokey, master oh, in you. So
2: cute, dude. I, I, I had to really fight. I almost bought me some Pokemon cards today. <laughs> <laughs> they were having two for one and sales. Instead you bought ret- three for one sales. Instead I bought wrestling, wrestling cards. classics cards. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. They were cheaper. I'd... I should have bought Pokemon cards. I'm kicking myself <laughs> right now.
1: Because <laughs> yeah, you've pretty much uh, shot your load now. So the thing with the cards, once you've opened them up, you cut the you're there. done. Yeah,
2: I got one. I got Mean Gene Okerlund. But you know, that's that's pretty Chase much card. That's a huge win. He didn't sign it though. I didn't get an autograph card. So oh well. Still, is he still around? Yeah, he's alive.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. And according to his card, entered he's, the Wrestling Hall of Fame in 2006.
2: Nice. You know, he doesn't talk to people like he's really mean. <laughs>
5: you know, he does, doesn't give interviews
2: a lot. He's yeah, mean.
1: he's so mean. Now just goes by Gene Okerlund. He's So mean. Yeah. <laughs> He probably thinks this cast is about him.
2: <laughs> um, they they're working on speaking of board games, he has a Kickstarter for his own board game. It's sort of a cross <laughs> between between Monopoly. Mm-hmm. It's got a little bit of Yahtzee, but then to top it off, it's that uh, make me pretty Barbie. Remember that head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. The, the, the way you could test yeah. out makeup and comb and all that kind yeah, of yeah. yeah. It's called Preen Gene Okerlund. <laughs> That's, I take it back. This uh, show is why I have high <laughs> blood pressure. You don't want to preen Gene Okerlund? No. <laughs> oh fuck!
3: It's that mustache. Oh shit! You Drink are a niche market.
2: Neurobliss. You are you are a test demographic. We're screwed. Drink
3: your neurobliss.
2: No one wants to preen Gene Okerlund.
1: That is the most correct statement you said all night. <laughs> When Sharknado first premiered to mediocre ratings in an unbelievably huge Twitter response, everyone claimed that it was the latest move he to suffer from snakes on the plane syndrome. That's a whole lot of online hype with little to no payoff. Then in its third airing, 2.1 million people turned in to watch. Uh, compared to the 1.1 million who watched the premiere, 1.9 million who watched the encore, 2.1 million is kind of a big deal especially since that number includes almost 791,000 adults aged 18 to 49, which is a majorly coveted demographic in TV ratings. So it's now officially the most watched original movie encore in sci-fi history, <laughs> and Sharknado will also come to select movie theaters in August for late-night viewings. Uh, the final encore will air August 22nd.
2: Now that movie is original. That's pretty goddamn original. Have you seen? I No, but I want to see it. I watched the best of clip. On YouTube, okay,
3: so you've you've seen it's it. It's original. That's
2: it's <laughs> terrible. Yeah, it's not as but, original but, but, as
3: the it, Shartnado. But
1: everybody knows that, including <laughs> the, the shart- makers. Yeah,
2: Shartnado is <laughs> the one we got. Look out! Oh, it's a Shartnado! Oh,
1: it's just these tiny pellets of turd. So, but
3: <laughs> yes, so in a so flautis. we got uh,
1: two point one million people watching it. Uh, 791,000 adults 18 to 49. So does that mean over double that was under 18 then? And, and over 50? I don't know. It's I got, have no idea. It's got that's, a, that's a weird kind of demographic yeah, right yeah. there.
2: Uh, it's got yes. that girl from American Pie. The, the one it. that no one likes. Yep. Tara Reid. Yeah. Everybody hates her. And she looks 50. Um, And then it's got... What's his nuts from 90210 who was just out here as a Chippendales dancer for a stint in Johnny Vegas. Depp? No, not Johnny Depp. Oh, uh, <laughs> what Richard is your Zering, Ziering, no. Ziering, Zierling, Ian Ziering Zierling Zierling is the hero. The hell yeah. Is his Ian, last name? Ian Ziering is the hero. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Yeah. And he kind of, by the end of it becomes Ash from evil dead with his chainsaw action. He gets really chainsaw heavy towards well, the end. Yeah, sharks. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, some crazy bullshit. <laughs> yeah, well, that I would be sad if it wasn't. I mean, watch it. If watch I if, the, I if I turn on, don't the, watch the whole fucking movie. Watch that best of five
1: minute clip. No, I want to see the whole movie. No, you don't. But I, no, I, you do I kind of hope that on the fourth encore that's coming up, they show us a whole different movie that's very calm and introspective for people in a room. The whole called thing. The room. No, no. Called Sharknado and and then it's just I about feel like my life yeah it's just i'm surrounded swimming it. That's it, a and whole there's whole just sharks and, just, and I just
4: a tornado's got to lift me up out of this oh it's just life is so hard yeah, i just want what to, be are you up to Paul? a big trolling
1: on the fans that's
4: what uh, i want no they won't do it but that's no, what i want i love horrible bad movies i thought snakes on the plane was hilarious i enjoyed funny. snakes on a plane uh, i because it was so damn bad and, and, th- and that's just
1: it. This movie would not have been a success if they released it in the big yeah, screen. It, it, yeah. People would have gone, look at that. It's not all- going to be an awful movie. And they're right. But when you can watch it at home and remember yeah. saying, holy shit, this thing is crazy. Bombing. The
2: thing is, it's funny because like they had that. I think this is that same company that did the bird one. What's that bird movie called? Bird Pocalypse? Perhaps Asylums the ones that make the trans, what's that movie transmorphers? called with the birds that comes at it. it's not birds but it's like birds
4: yeah is it called Bird Apocalypse or bird, bird Apocalypse Bird say bird, uh, yeah. uh, something like that um, Ombergeddon
2: um, or something like that but yeah it's like so the problem with that one is they got all these CGI birds attacking people in these giant swarms and everything and it looks phony as fuck
5: because
2: mm-hmm. it's like I know what a bird looks like when it's flying through the air and that ain't it right. And the thing about this Sharknado shit, this genius, is you've never seen a shark throwing, flying through the air. So your brain kind of goes, maybe. Sure. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. I mean, I
1: can, see, I can see it's not real, but maybe
2: that would be kind of what it's like.
1: I think what's been <laughs> blowing my mind is just in combing the internets, finding websites in, in all seriousness, asking the question and answering it, could a Sharknado happen? That's what's really been blowing my mind. Wow. I'm going to tell you right now, a big shout
2: out to the My Brother, My Brother and Me podcast. You guys ever listen to My Brother, My Brother and Me? No. Yep. It is genius. They are one of the funniest podcasts on the internet.
3: Besides uh, ours?
2: Besides ours. But they are really, really funny. And that's what they spend their whole podcast doing, answering Preposterous Yahoo answer questions. Okay. It is genius. Now, at this point, they're so popular that they actually get legit questions from listeners as well. And they answer like relationship advice and all this kind of fun stuff, but they pepper in the crazy bullshit like could a Shark happen. <laughs> and it's they're the McElroy brothers so fucking funny. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll
1: give them a spin as these. Oh
2: the dude, 70s. you'll be
1: hooked. Hooked like crack. They're good. Satis, SATIS produces state-of-the-art toilets oh. that do everything you'd want your fancy Japanese toilet to do after watching that one Simpsons episode. It features the features include a deodorizing spray, bidet nozzles, automated seats, playable music, and even app synchronization via Bluetooth. It's that last feature that allowed clever techies to hack their way into the toilet mainframe, so to speak.
3: Well, of course. It
1: turns out that in order to connect your Android app with your commode, every Satis toilet has the same hard-coded Bluetooth pin. According to an advisory notice put out by Trustwave, uh, they had this to say, quote, "...any person using the MySatus application can control any Satis toilet." An attacker could simply download the MySatus application and use it to cause the toilet to repeatedly flush, uh, raising the water usage and therefore utility cost to the owner. Attackers could use the unit to unexpectedly open and close the lid, activate the bidet or air-dry functions, causing discomfort or distress to the user. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Like... The level of annoyance... I mean, like... You know, that guy across the way, he's an okay guy, but I'm not quite happy with him. I'm going to fuck with his toilet. How? <laughs> I mean, like, I'm going to make his toilet pee on him.
2: <laughs>
3: like,
4: that's what I'm going to do. It's fun I'm gonna for like raise a the prank lid with like, halfway hey, between if someone's BM. in my toilet. I'm going to mess with him.
3: Don't you have to be like within 20 feet of it to work, though? I mean, well, Bluetooth's got a very limited maybe range. Maybe you
2: have to be within twenty feet of a toilet. Me, I got some fucking stretchability. I can, <laughs> I could, I could pee in the bathrooms at McCarran right now if I really wanted to.
3: That wouldn't. That actually doesn't surprise have me. Have a giant, huge wiener. <laughs> I thought it was just the stream that was. Well, the
2: stream is pretty big too because
1: it's all that pipe, and it gets smaller and smaller. If. <laughs> Jeff, you don't think for a second I wouldn't stand outside your bathroom and repeatedly close it on close the toilet on you while you're trying to pee. Oh, I know you would. <laughs> but
2: like, but you know what and would then be shoot great? The air freshener at you. And then if you can sync it up with music, you can make it haunted and shit. <laughs> 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 Don't
3: poop in me. <laughs>
2: I'm tired of your ramen poop
3: in me. De- develop your own personal fountain show. Just <laughs> d- d- score to the music. <laughs> <laughs> the, the <sports> and <laughs> Oh, my God. Back and forth. That'd be so good.
2: <laughs> like, like the I thought bo- I was at the Bellagio there for the Bellagio a second. Bellagio toilet. Oh, boy.
4: But it's just like, yes, it's, it, it'd be a funny prank. It's not but a very but I can't see anyone prank, doing though. it maliciously. If you're if you're upset enough,
2: uh, well, how do you do it maliciously? Because you'd have to see what's going down. So unless there's some real privacy issues with your bathroom, <laughs> right. It's not going to be easy for a hacker to see
1: That's and true. time
4: it exactly right.
2: Well, you're
1: going to have to random. I mean, you could do the constant flush. The uh, the, the constant, constant flush, thing. which
4: would which would be frustrating when your water bill is insane because right. your toilet's flushing. If all you the time. could
2: program, if it had a built-in speaker thing where you could program it to scream and shit. That'd be great. I'd want that for my current. To toilet.
4: scream at shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> to just scream at shit. Go no. <laughs> programming anyone? Anything? Ew!
3: Get that out
2: oh, of me! No, stop
4: it, please. Go. It'd be like, it it'd be like the
2: weird, the weird stepson of those toilets that we have in the Space Quest Casino that analyze your pee for luck. you Your urine. Uh. Your pee seems lucky and adequate for tooth reproduction. Uh, Jack-in-the-box tacos. Wow. Exactly. Oh, no. 99 cents never tasted so terrible.
3: You should really see a doctor soon. Exactly. exactly, exactly. Scare the fuck out of you. What? There's Um. more blood than poop
2: in this. Oh. Oh,
5: stop.
2: (laughs) Uh,
1: What's in your poo? Write to us. Comments at uglycouchshow.com.
3: And watch the Ugly Couch Show itself. We tell you what to watch,
2: how what to much read, what corn to
5: play. are you allowed
2: every day? Are you a horse? Ah!
3: Anybody going to the uh, Star Trek Con this weekend? I will be around uh, all four days. I think uh, Paul might make an appearance or two. So if you see us, stop us and say hi. That's yeah, if you're coming into Vegas for we'll the Star Trek
2: convention for free, uh, the Ugly Couch Show will be. Kind of bipping around there, at least a couple of us. 80s will be there the whole time. So seek his ass out. And uh yeah. Will you be wearing a hat that says hi, I'm 80s Jeff from the Ugly Couch Show? No. No? Okay. Well, we're boned.
3: Yeah. (laughs) You've seen his picture. No, no, he's gonna
1: wear a hat that says foodles. uh, Foodles! (laughs) Wear the foodles hat. You
2: You know what? You that that Star Trek convention might be the only place where you get people that go. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty clever.
0: I like that. I like that. Yeah. Foodles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blue Harvest. I get it. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah. that's good. Food latte. Right. That's right. yeah, That's good. That's yeah. 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 pretty,
2: pretty good. Foodles. Like, now I have to go to the
3: mall and have one of those foodles hats. Dude, made. yeah. A big
2: old trucker hat that says foodles. And have it done and look up the Blue Harvest font and have it right. done just like the Blue Harvest font. Well, I guess the Blue Harvest font was kind of the tr- the Wars font. Was it? Yeah, it was done like well, Star Wars. Well,
1: I think it was in Family Guy, but I think no, was... no,
2: no. I think it was done in that way
1: in the on the script. On the on I don't the... think it was on not the on, on the script. I think, well, maybe not. I don't know. I think it was just your your typical seraph. Oh, I guess well, I could find out to the
2: internet. That's yes, what we do. <laughs> dun, 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 dun.
1: And now begins our long slog till episode three hundred, and until then, I am Master Dorgo.
2: <laughs> I'm the famous Paul.
3: Eighties Jeff.
1: Just Michael. And uh, have a great weekend, geek. Yay. See you at the convention if you're going.
2: Yeah, everybody go to the Star Trek convention at the Rio, the all-sweet Rio Hotel and Casino in fabulous Las Vegas. And next week we should be having the 80s kids on the show. That's right. If everything goes according to plan, the '80s kids will come in for a recording session, and in three or four years, you will see that episode.
3: Well, they'll be doing right it for the podcast as well. Be, oh,
2: hopefully they'll be hopefully, on the podcast yeah. too. Yeah. If
1: not, so. you, and you listen next week, and they're not there, you know what happens?
2: Yeah, they they if they're
1: if fisticuffs.
2: They're, they're, well, no, they have a pressing schedule. No, no. Well, well I don't know if they can they, stay for well, the whole podcast. Well,
1: well, you know what? They did uh, contact me and say they, they asked if we were going to play the worm.
2: Did they ask if we were yeah. going to play Worm? Yeah. Here's your logo, Thank Paul. You. Did they really contact you and ask about Worm? Yeah.
1: That would make me laugh if yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Are you lying? Nope. Look, Paul. You're lying. It, it's on our Facebook page. They
2: asked if we're going to play they, Worm? S- no,
1: they yes. didn't ask. They said that uh, they look forward to coming and <laughs> playing Worm. They, they, they're telling I, It was it.
3: like the Star Wars
1: thing, see? Sort, sort of. of. The, yeah, the I mean,
3: H it's not and ex- the T kind of. Yeah, it's but, not exactly, but it's but got a- it says horror beyond imagination. It has Dude, flavor. Dude, all
2: right. You need to say foodles, and then you need to say something like- like
1: a spice beyond your imagination. Something, whatever. Something beyond your imagination. The
3: spice is the worm and the worm is the spice. Yeah, see? That's how you walk buy the without
1: worm. rhythm. You don't attract the foodle. Mm-hmm. Fear is the mind killer. Foodle is the mind killer. Foodle is the mind killer. <laughs> <laughs> foodle. Is it foodle or foodles? Uh, I think it's just foodles. Foodles.
2: I think it's foodles. I think foodles. It foodles. Makes me think of Meet
3: the Foodles.
2: Foodle. Which I saw a uh, a DVD of for sale somewhere and the I almost bought DVD? it. No, it was a hacky okay, okay. one. but uh, Listeners, this is an earnest plea. You don't hear earnest pleas from me very often. But if anyone out there has information on how to get a truly good, legit copy of Meet the Feebles, and more importantly, a truly good copy of Dead Alive. I think they only exist on VHS. Unedited and, well, then... Then get me a VHS dub we on had DVD.
3: The, we had the Meet the Feebles DVD for here for a short time through Netflix, and it was Region One. Really?
2: I saw Meet the Feebles on on. I still never seen uh, the I movie. I see it on VHS. You never seen Meet the Feebles? Mm. You I know need about to see it. see Meet the Feebles. Yeah, you need yeah. to see Meet the Feebles. It's great. It's the Muppet movie. Yeah, turned into hell. Yeah,
4: I want to. I want to say that it it must exist on DVD because when uh, it does, it's bare bones. I think the they Rings have it on Amazon. First came out. I feel like
1: there was like <laughs> Here's a,
2: your answer. Amazon. visit
4: <laughs> The Dead Alive visit Peter Jackson. I know the yeah, dev- but, I know the, the Dead Alive But exists. the last
2: time I watched Dead Alive on DVD, it's it cut was up.
1: cut. Yeah, yeah. I was like this is not the movie I saw. Yeah, the uncut version on VHS and he's promising to bring it to us, we just don't. He is just, he really talking about one of these days yeah. he's going to fix that shit? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's, he's been saying that because people ask him all the Man, time. Man, he's got to get that together. But he's got a lot I of effects gotcha, budget to juggle right now.
2: Oh, damn ass hell, dick
1: ass fart. In fact, if Guillermo del Toro went ahead and directed The Hobbit, we probably might have it by now. You're right. You're right. But thank goodness he
2: didn't, because it would have been terrible. No, not necessarily. <laughs> it probably would have been better.
4: No, every other movie he does you like, so that one would have yeah, been. you, you would you have liked it. Get that. him off.
2: Get him off. Pacific Rim, man. Ugh. Who could have done Pacific Rim better? That's the big question. I don't know. I, nobody else would have even tried it, though. Yeah. I, You know, I appreciate that it's out there. A part of me does. And certainly, I have more things to worry about than...
1: Now, speaking of uh, Evangelion, uh, the Idea Channel on PA- PBS, they have the... they At least every week, it's kind of like uh, a Vsauce kind of thing. You, oh, yeah, you yeah, probably yeah, see another yeah. you know, guy with yeah. beer, talks really fast, yeah. mm-hmm. and very pop culture science. Uh, this week's is about Evangelion and whether the the writer, once he's released the object to the world, whether he has any say about it after that, about because you know about how the writer of I don't know his name Evangelion's writer Hideaki Anno yeah where he's kind of almost made fun of the uh, the people who have seen more into it than he planned or he's kind of he's kind of divorced himself from it a bit. Well, because because it is the most
2: personal story. Yeah.
1: And it and it he divorced it himself his own his yeah own he depression.
2: divorced himself from it just to save himself mm-hmm. you know it's like at a certain point he just got tired of personal attacks for what he for what he was putting out there yeah it's an interesting thing
1: but check check out that uh, I will have it, to I will really, definitely good
2: deep stuff I definitely will because yeah people have analyzed the fuck out of it and I mean you know that's gonna be a question for the ages uh, Evangelion and Guided by Voices music are gonna be two things that will outlive all of us. Those are two things that are going to be talked about for decades.
1: Unfortunately. Decades. The same could probably be said for Tiny Tim and Piranha 2. Well,
2: but, but in a different way. Yeah. Those are the tulips, Tiny <laughs> Tim? That one, yeah. man. Oh. <laughs> well, um, I have to take a shit. All right. That so. officially ends the guest.
1: Well, there you go. <laughs> That's it. Design all done or finished when you are all through.
5: time.